wisdom to live your most magical life. And I'm your host, Cassandra Botzak. Today's episode, I am just super excited to dive into, especially right after our Lionsgate episode. It's going to be talking about how we can develop a relationship with our spirit guides, angels, cosmic advisors, whatever you want to call it. Um, the thing is, is that the the answer is the same regardless of what we want to tap into, right? So whether you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know, I want to talk to God more or I want to talk to the universe more or I want to be in communication with my soul um, or my angels or my guardian angels, my spirit guides, my ancestors, um, ascended masters, um, you know, star beings. There are so many different, you know, realms. There are so many different, um, let's call them magical entities that we can tap into for guidance, for support, for protection. And the truth is, is that I get asked so, so, so many times when I talk about, oh, you know, I felt like, for instance, when I was writing uh, my book, Eat With Intention, I always called upon Archangel Gabriel. And Archangel Gabriel um, rules creativity. So he's someone that I will call in when I'm working on a big project like that, like a book. Um, Metatron, who's also an archangel, he's someone that I feel like is with me a lot, but I, I also welcome him, him in. I often joke that Metatron is the CEO of my business. And, you know, there are so many different elements. I, I have a client who, you know, allows her grandpa to guide her. And so, you know, grandpa kind of helps push things out of the way that aren't serving her and, and guide her towards the ways um, and the things that are really going to support her. And so there are so many different ways we can tap into, you know, like extra magical support. And oftentimes I feel like, when you're just starting out, it can be so easy to feel completely overwhelmed and wonder, well, you know, maybe I'm just not tapped in enough. Maybe I'm just not magical enough. You know, why is so-and-so saying that she's talking to her spirit guides? And I have no idea. I don't feel that. I don't know what's going on. And here's the truth. No one, I don't, you know, I don't want to make that broad statement. I would say, I think a lot of people don't necessarily start out knowing that they have access to all of the things that they have access to. And in fact, in my journey, I will say the progression began with simply talking to God and my body, you know, both of those times. And I really reached rock bottoms. And oftentimes that is, you know, I mean, that might be a theme of some of these podcasts, right? It's that rock bottom that catalyzes us to really ask, to really be like, angels, guides, is there anyone out there? Hello? right? Um, for me, that definitely was the case. You know, it was like, it wasn't until I, I was on my, my last straw with my body where I really was living on, you know, for that quote unquote, living on a prayer, right? I was living on a prayer. I had no idea what, you know, what was going on. And that's what allowed me to finally surrender and be like, I better talk to my body about this kind of thing which is not really a, you know, the first instinct for a lot of us. And same thing when, you know, when I was 25 and I hit my, 
you know, my bathroom floor moment over my brother's diagnosis. You know, I wasn't like I was in close conversation with God before that point. I mean, I grew up Catholic, um, and so I, I'd known God in that way. But I had not really talked to God in, in years at the time. And I was at this place of such deep surrender that I was just like, God, are you there? <laughs> like, Dear God, it's me, Margaret. Does anyone remember that book? I love that book. Um, Dear God, it's me, Cassandra. Um, if you can send some emotional support down here. <laughs> so <clears throat> whether you call it God, the universe, spirit, source, love, um, whether you want to talk to your soul or, you know, getting into uh, spirit guides or um, ascended masters, archangels, guardian angels, elves, fairies, you name it. The, the central theme that I really want you to take home from this podcast is that it's your responsibility to open the door. It's up to you. We have all of these resources around us. We have all of these, you know, magical entities waiting to assist us, wanting to assist us, wanting to help us, wanting to guide us. Um, however, it, it's kind of like, you know, if you've ever seen, I, I'm, if you've ever seen like a children's story um, or a film where, you know, the little girl starts talking to fairies in the garden. Right? I'm sure there's a bunch of them. I don't remember the name of one of them off the top of my head. But she talks to the fairies in the garden. And she sees the fairies and the fairies talk back to her. Um, but the adults can't see the fairies and like think she's crazy or whatnot. Right? And it's simply because they, they don't want to. They, ha they're not, they haven't opened that door. Right? They haven't said, oh, okay, I want you know, once again, bringing back to, I think, a quote I said the very first episode, right? That there, the world is full of magical things patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. And what helps our senses grow sharper is the willingness, is the belief, is the invitation to say, hey, I want to talk to you. You know, I um, had a girlfriend of mine that would send you know, that would kind of quote-unquote FaceTime with God. And so what she would do is when she needed to have a chit-chat with God, she would put on the, like, the video feature of her phone just like she was about to FaceTime someone, and she'd have it out, and she'd talk about what was going on. And because of that, she had, you know, she would also receive in those moments, when you're, when you're starting that conversation, when you're opening that door, she would also receive messages from God, Right? And so similarly, one of the things that I've done that I still do, and I do this not only with God, but I'll do this with, like I said, some of my archangels. Um, I can do this with my great-grandma. I love to do voice memos. For me, um, you know, a lot of my close friends, we voice text a lot. And I'm just very much a throat shocker person. So I, you know, for me, there's a lot of healing and a lot of uh, magic in actually speaking it and not just writing it down or thinking it in my head. So when I, you know, sometimes if I'm going through a, a particularly difficult time or I want some guidance or advice on something, I will, you know, take a walk around the block, get out my voice memo thing on my cell phone and just start saying, hey God, it's Cass, you know, this is going on right now and 
I'm feeling really hurt. I'm feeling really frustrated. I, I'm angry and I don't understand why it's happening. And I know that you have a bigger plan. I'm sure that there's like some meaning to this, but I just want to let you know right now, I can't see it. And I'd really like to because I think if I could see perhaps, like I'm willing to see perhaps how like I thought I wanted this, but maybe I don't want this, but right now I can't. So you could help me without that or whatever, right? Just an example. And what that does is that often in those moments, after I'm fully complete with everything I need to say, and I've, you know, recorded my, my voice memo, then I can, you know, I'll stop it and I'll record another voice memo of God speaking through me back to me. And, you know, how that happens um, is really by just allowing myself to, you know, turn the recorder on and get out of my way and to allow whatever is flowing through me in that moment to flow through me and to just not filter it to like sometimes I will not filter it to the point where I actually have to go re-listen to the voice memo I, in fact I would say 90% of the time when I do this I won't remember what I said because it's more of like I am just the faucet, not the water. So I just open up the faucet. I'm willing to hear the answer. I'm willing to receive some guidance. And then afterwards, I will go and listen to it back. And I've also done this, like I said. I've done this with my guardian angel and, you know, my angelic guides, my spirit guides. Um, simply by, again, you're giving them the mic. You're opening up the door. And once again... We're creating a space for them to speak to us. So the, you know, like the video, the voice memo recording, um, of course, another way you can do it is writing. You can welcome in, you know, whether it's got like, once again, God, the universe, your spirit guides, your grandma, um, you know, uh, you could talk to your spirit animal, you know, there, all of the, all of the beings that are on the, astral plane, right, are all accessible to you in these forms, and they'll help speak, they'll speak back through you if you give them the space. So for instance, um, you can also channel journal. I recommend this a lot to my Practical Magic ladies. Um, we do it in different forms in the training where, you know, you'll be talking uh, to your, let's say, your guardian angel and, and sharing something that's going on with you and maybe asking for advice, maybe asking for support or confirmation. And then as soon as you're complete, and once again, just like with the voice memo, it really, you really want to be complete. So you want to kind of get it all out. And then once it's all out, you just allow whatever the natural response is, whatever the natural flow back is, because it will be there. And what oftentimes happens is we dismiss it because we want some, you know, we're raised with like, you know, kind of fantastical movies and stuff like that, that make it seem that if you're, you know, talking to angels or talking to spirit guides, you must be, you know, crazy or, you know, you have to have like, it's like this being in like a magical sparkly white elephant that's going to come into your bedroom and say, hey, Laura, guess what? Da -da -da -da. You know, and, and that's not what it is. <laughs> that's just not what it is. It's, um, you know, when we feel God, spirit, source, the universe, angels, uh, when we feel all these things with us, it's, it's um, a presence. It's an energetic presence that we feel. 
and it's a presence that can flow through us to communicate through us. It's a presence that we can simply feel. If you call upon, um, you know, Archangel Michael or your uh, guardian angel for protection, you might simply feel like an energ energetic cloak come over you. You're not going to see some super sexy man with big blue wings, you know, pop into your passenger seat um, as much as like that would be really fun. The, the experience is usually more of an, oh, sorry. The experience is more of an energy. Um, and so, so I want to set that expectation there and, and to just let you know. And of course, yes, sometimes, um, you'll, maybe you'll be able to see something, uh, you know, a light, a sparkle there, you know, there's definitely visual things you can see, but I think it's just important to remember this is there far and foremost an energy. And when we clear the space and we release our resistance and we are willing and we take the first step and we open the door and we invite them in. You know, one of the, I went to this, uh, I was teaching at a event called soul camp and one of my uh, favorite angel channelers was there, Laurel. And she's just fantastic. Um, if you ever have a chance, if you're curious about working with your angels, um, Laurel is, just just wonderful she's delightful um and so she was channeling some angels and one of the things she said she was like the angels want you to know that they're always here and they're always available and they always want to work with you and so one of the exercises that she gave us which i love and i you know often pass on is every night before you go to bed give your angels a little to-do list ask your angels for something so you can say, you know, dear angels, help me, you know, help me wake up feeling refreshed and excited for the day. You can even get more creative. Dear angels, I'd love to see a purple butterfly tomorrow, right? Dear angels, um, please support my friend so-and-so um, during this hard time, right? We can ask our angels for all sorts of things. And sometimes it's fun to ask, you know, to ask the, the somewhat weirder um ones like can I see uh, you know the purple flower or something because then we get that confirmation in fact you know when I was first starting my journey with angels um, I remember oh gosh this was a while ago it was after maybe a, a year or so after my spiritual awakening and meditating all the time and I really felt called to work with angels but I didn't know where to start and the first thing I decided to do was just start welcoming them in saying, hey, I'm ready to work with you guys. I know that I know that I have an angelic support squad. And I went to a breathwork class um, shortly after I made that, you know, announcement um, into the ethers. <laughs> and I had this beautiful, beautiful breathwork experience where I was, you know, really like surrounded by an army of angels that were supporting me and guiding me and protecting me. And I felt so much love once they all showed themselves to me. Um, you know, and then after that, I started talking to them. I started inviting them in, you know, uh, to this day, you know, when I'm driving, I'll be like, you know, uh, I call them the traffic angels, the traffic angels, please, you know, support me and protect me as a, you know, I'm in my vehicle. When I need healing, you know, I call on 
Archangel Raphael, right? And allow him to come with his emerald green light. And like I said, I don't want you to get lost by any of the references I'm making. We can do, if you're interested in this, then please leave a review or a comment and let me know that you loved hearing about angels and you'd love to go deeper into it. We can talk more about that. But I want to keep this as general as possible so that you guys can really utilize these tools as as tools to open that doorway if you'd like to have a more magical life which is what this podcast and a lot of the work i do in the world is all about then i really do believe having these magical connections and this support squad is a beautiful thing and so whether you in your head think of it as god or think about it as a universe or think about it as love you should be in daily communication with your higher power. Daily communication with your angelic support squad, your ancestral support squad, you know, um, where you welcome them into your life because we have free will on this planet. So your angels aren't just, if you don't regularly open the door for your angels and let them know, hey, I want you to be here protecting me. I want you to hold the space for me. Um, you don't call upon them, even in times of need, even if you wait until you're in a really frustrating situation, then you're like, angels, I need you right now. I need support. I need comfort, whatever you need, right? Um, they, they're not just going to show up, right? Their presence is not going to be known. And it's similar to God, the universe, spirit guides, where if you start these dialogues, if you start these conversations, then the relationship will naturally grow. But, but you got to go first. You got to be the one that says, hey, one, I'm willing to believe. I, I get the, the question a lot about the, you know, how do you know the names of your angels or the guardian angels? So, well, you ask, right? You, you ask. And so for me, um, my guardian angel's name is Tomas. Um, and then my angelic support squad is Metatron which is an archangel that um, most people will know. And Haniel was also um, an, an angel that is relatively popular if you look them up. But sometimes you can have angels that, that people don't know, right? Um, and that's cool too. You know, it's not about like who has the more famous angel. Uh, your angels are assigned to you. Your angels are here to protect you and guide you in this lifetime. So Metatron is actually a super powerful angel, angel for you know, the raising of consciousness, but also for, um, you know, entrepreneurs and business owners that are, you know, using their work for good. And Haniel really supports working with women and helping women's, women's evolutionary journey. So they're very, mine are very, very fitting angels. And then of course, Tomas is my guardian angel. So he's just got my back. Um, and again, like when we begin to talk to them, when you, do that exercise every night. Ask them, ask your angels for three things to work on three things. And bonus, if at least one of those three things is something that you'd be able to see, right? So that it would give you, once again, just like we talked about the intuition, when you're, you're flexing your muscles here. So you want confirmation. You want, you can ask your angels. How I started to know more of my angels was I would invite them. I would go on, I would go on spirit walks after I would go to this yoga place on the Lower East Side in Manhattan. I remember afterwards, I'd always kind of be in like that, like juicy, zen, like yoga, 
you know, cloud. And I would just like, I would just be like, angels, guide me to what you want to do or what I need to know right now. And I would just let them take the wheel while I was walking. I would kind of walk and just pay attention to where I was being guided, paying attention to where the energy was flowing, paying attention to where, you know, something made me stop and look at something. Um, and so, you know, it might seem, you know, a little a little crazy and and just like we talked about um around my body and around intuition it's like the first couple times you try to tap in you may feel like oh did i did i call the wrong number did i call the wrong number i thought cat said all you had to do was say hey universe it's me bob <laughs> and then the universe isn't calling back i'm just wondering why is the universe not calling back um so so don't worry you know what I want you to, to start doing is opening the doors. Decide what you want to connect with. And and here's the beautiful thing. You can connect with what, you know, like I said, whatever you want. So I also really love connecting with goddesses. I love calling upon, you know, when I'm enrolling for my practical magic training, I'm in dialogue with, with Athena and Artemis and Aphrodite, right? When I'm, um, you know, when I'm doing something that I need a lot of courage for, that I need to be bold for, I'm connecting with Joan of Arc. Um, there are so many beautiful energies out there that we can tap into, that we can get guidance from. And all we need to do is simply show up and invoke the question. And and so the, the ways you can ceremoniously begin this, let's, let's cover that. So regardless of who you want to talk to, um, you could do a ritual to begin the dialogue. You don't have to. I want to say that you can literally be right now in the supermarket and feel like, you know what, I want to talk to my guardian angel or I want to talk to God or I want to talk to, you know, Lakshmi um, and call upon them right now. You do not need extra ritual or fanfare to do that. However, you know, I love a good ritual and there is a sacredness to actually specifically calling in um, a, um, a particular spirit or energy um, to work with you. And so one of the things I love to do is to do a little ritual around it when I'm, you know, calling in someone specifically. So I've been working a lot with Mary Magdalene lately, and I love her. I work with her a lot. And so part of how I call in working with Mary is um, on my altar, I place a, a photo of her. I place a candle. I actually have Mary Magdalene candles from when I went on a pilgrimage to visit um, her cave in, in France, in the south of France. So I have my Mary Magdalene candle there. But if you didn't, you could get, you know, I'd probably get like a red candle, a candle that I feel like color-wise and scent-wise connects with the, the, the thing I'm willing to open the communication with. Um, and just sit in prayer and meditation. And as you light the candle and you, you know, you place the photo on the altar and you can, again, if you have a statue or crystals or anything you want to place um, with that to, you know, to be bounty for it, that's beautiful. Um, and then sit in ceremony, you know, light the candle, really asking, saying, Dear Mary Magdalene, I call upon you to be with me, to guide me, to hold my hand through this process of writing this book. Dear Mary Magdalene, I call you to, to hold my hands, to move my hands as they type the letters, to, 
to come behind my eyes. Let me see through your eyes. Let me see through love and, and compassion, right? You get to invoke them in whichever way you want. And you get to invoke them in one area of your life and not in another area of life if that's how you want to do it. And so doing a little ritual where you have that them on your altar where you light a candle, it's also very honoring, you know, to get some flowers, get some sort of um, offering, right? Whether it's flowers or a crystal, um, welcoming them in and saying, hey, I'm willing this. And then do it every day. Every day, light that candle, invoke Mary Magdalene or whoever, you know, whoever it is you want to talk to and begin that dialogue. And allow that dialogue to happen throughout the day. It doesn't have to just be allocated to your meditation in the morning. It doesn't have to be allocated to, you know, your ritual when you light the candle for the first time. You should be able, like I said, be at the grocery store, be at the gas station, be in the middle of a, a press event, right? And be able to call upon God, love, source, your spirit guides, your angels, um, but sometimes having those formal rituals um, is very, one, very reverent to who you're tapping into. Um, and also just really, I mean, I just think it's really, really nice, right? It, for me, it, it opens an energetic door to do a ritual that says, come in, welcome, you know? And for me, it's like, I don't have to reinvite them in every day. I, I've welcomed them so many times and now they're, integrated into my day-to-day -day life. So I've, I'm thinking about a business thing and I'm feeling, you know, stressed out or unclear or wanting some guidance on it. I'd be like, Metatron, come on in. Come on in. I actually recorded a guided meditation for my Appreciative.com members um, uh, probably a month ago or so now. It was a, a board meeting for your divine support squad where you actually like get to see all these people that are on your support squad for your business as well. Um, and when you're talking to, you know, whether it's angels, um, your, you know, ancestors, whatever it is, you always want to say for your highest and truest good, I only welcome in the creatures of, of complete light, right? And I only want to hear guidance that is for my highest and truest good for me to know at this moment. Highest and truest good for me to know at this moment is a protection that you're putting on from allowing, you know, any anything to get through. Because like I said, you're opening a door. You're opening a door. And so when you open a door, um, listen, I don't like to be fear-mongering or weird or talk too much about this kind of thing because I don't think it's really, I don't think it's worth, a, you know, giving too much of your brain space for, but you're opening a door. And so when you open a door, there are different options that, there are definitely th different things that can come through if you're not putting certain barriers in place, right? So you open the door, we want to open the door with very specific boundaries, with very clear that, hey, I'm opening this door, but it is only for beings of the highest and truest good. It is for the beings that can specifically help me and facilitate this specific process or this issue that I'm working through right now. And I mean, that's the beautiful thing, you know? Like I said, for certain things, I might want to talk to my angels. For a lot of things, I'm going to go directly to God or the universe. Um, for specific matters, I might want to tap into my great-grandma, right, who was, you know, feisty and, and, and she has a certain energy that sometimes I want, to, I want to get her opinion on it, right? And the other thing is, is then, of course, creating the space for yourself to hear the answer so that what this space looks like and hearing then this communication that you're now opening up is meditation. 
is is the, doing those voice memos or doing those um, video memos where you actually get to hear them chat back um, and is journaling. So really allowing yourself that space so you can begin to have that dialogue. So this is just kind of like step one, part one, you know, diving into opening that communication with other beings. And okay, so one other thing I want to make sure I mention. And you might be like, well, how do I know that they want to work with me? Or how do I know who to call upon? Well, a lot of times what happens, what happened with me, is that I just started noticing, like I would see, like Metatron kept on popping up for me. And then finally I tapped in. I was like, Metatron, are you on my angelic support squad? You know, um, with um, the name Tomas, that just came to me, right? It just came to me whenever I tapped into the energy of my guardian angel, I would, I would be like, okay, what's your name? And it, it would always come up and I'd be like, Tomas? Like, I mean, just even that pronunciation, right? That's not a very me uh, name. And so honoring that and asking the questions, let's be honest, it doesn't matter if you know your angels' names or if you know the names of the fairies or whoever you want to talk to, right? Um, but if you want to know, you can find out. You know, you have to, You have, it, it takes that flexing of those muscles to be able to receive that but you absolutely can ask them you can also ask them to guide your hands if you're in a bookshop you can say hey i'm going to call upon my guardian angel can you help me guide my hands to the book that's going to most serve me right now with this x y and z crisis you know we have this accessibility to us all the time we just have to start welcoming them into our life so if you think about it like that if you think about it like a new boyfriend new girlfriend someone that's coming into your life that you're actually going to have to welcome in or they're going to feel like an outsider. They're going to not feel welcome and probably end up just going their own way eventually. So to start off, I want you guys to start initiating the conversation. Just start opening the doors and see what happens. And, you know, we can do a part two if you want to go more in depth in this and you want to see, but I'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear you know, how you started opening the door. If you did a ritual, please, please, please tell me about it. I love me some rituals. And then let me know what came through and how it's going and, and who you like to connect to. Are you connecting to God? Are you connecting to the universe? Do you want to connect to the fairies? Who are you choosing to connect to and how is that connection going? Because I would love, love, love to know in the comments on Facebook or, um, in the, the reviews on my iTunes page. Tell me if you're enjoying this, if it's opening you up to think about how you could work with these beings. Um, because I think it's just an incredible resource that we can tap into. And it's incredible power. You know, another episode that I want to do is kind of about psychics and going to see psychics and stuff like that. And kind of the, the bigger story around it is how so oftentimes we go to everybody else for advice, right? And the beautiful thing about, quote-unquote, going, going to these angels and spirit guides and, you know, the universe and God is that all of us, they're all reflections of our true nature and who we are, right? So it's actually when we get answers from our angels, when we get answers from our spirit guide, when we get answers from our soul, when we get answers from God, they're really answers from the deepest, truest, most infinitely intelligent part of us. They're letters to the part of us that knows true, true, true compassion, that knows our desires, that knows our needs, that knows our trajectory, and is invested in making sure we stay on it. So it's a really, really, really beautiful practice. It's a really good thing to ask, 
you know, welcome into your life and allow yourself to utilize the incredible, immense power of, of being able to talk and communicate with your angels, your spirit guides, your, um, your ancestors, your, your God, your source, your love, your universe, whatever you want to tap into is ready and waiting is ready and waiting and the more that you are open to receiving and the more that you are opening to believing and the more that you sharpen your eyes to the magic that's around you the more you're going to see and you're really going to be astounded it truly does shift how you look at the world and make the world a better place so i hope that this episode was helpful for you if you liked it give me the thumbs up on youtube leave a comment let me know what you resonated with let me know if you have any questions um, and if you loved it, please give me five stars on iTunes and a review. Uh, it means the world to me. It really helps people discover this podcast. And I will be announcing a win the winner of our first one-on-one session next um, in the next podcast. But don't forget to keep entering for every 25 entries to, um, to um, the reviews. I'm going to pick one that is going to get a free one-on-one -on -one hour-long session with me. So you're not going to want to miss that. Until next time, I hope you're having your most magical life.